Welcome to Relish Pod, where simple pleasures are gained by cooking what you eat. You're Mark Witt. I'm Tim Gallagher. And what are we doing today, Mark? Tim, we are going to make a paella. We're going to make a traditional paella. This is a paella de marisco. Marisco. A paella de marisco. What does that mean? So that's a, more of a classic uh, seafood paella. Okay. Yeah. That sounds so, delicious. Yes, it's going to be great. All right. Uh, so, you know, we got a couple things here we got to do to get started. Uh-huh. Uh, first thing we're going to do, we're going to do it all in the big green egg. Okay. So that's pretty exciting. We're going to uh, do it over some pine cone smoke, and we're going to have some orange smoke in there as well. Man. Yeah, okay. it's going to be great. Yeah. So a few things we got to do to get started here. Uh, and again, welcome, and then I'll talk about a few things here. But uh, we're going to get our smoker fired up. Uh-huh. We'll get that rolling. We'll show everyone how that works. And we're going to get a, a simple seafood stock going over here. And once we kind of get that going, then we've got to work on some vegetables and stuff. Okay. Get those prepped. Well, let's get to work, huh? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's do this. All, All right, right, Tim. First step we got here, we're going to, you know how to fire up the smoker, but we're going to fire this up. We're using some uh, big green egg charcoal. And I, see you're, I see you're putting that on top of old charcoal. Oh, yeah. I'm not afraid. So that's one of the good things about the egg is you always get the charcoal left over from your last fire. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just moved it around a little bit, let those, uh, you know, the real small stuff falls down through the holes. Yeah. Um, other than that, put some fresh stuff up on top and we're good. So you're using an electric starter, I Yeah, see. so I know we talked about this before, I think, in one of our earlier episodes. Um, but I do, I'm fortunate enough to have one of, the, uh, one of these uh, electric starters. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of jam that in between there a little bit. Okay, very convenient. I'm gonna pull my coals up here a little bit around it. And uh, we're going to plug that baby in. I just keep the uh, electricity real close to it right there. Uh, we're going to make sure our top is changed over from where we were, where we were closed. So we're putting our uh, cooking top on, on the top of the egg. Yep. And uh, we're going to leave it open. We're going to check our bottom grate here, make sure we got some uh, openness down here. And uh, here in about 10 minutes or so, we should probably probably be uh, get some heat in there. So while we're uh, firing that up, we're gonna do a few things here. We gotta get uh, we're gonna start a shrimp stock. Okay. Okay. So what's going in our shrimp stock? So basically, what we got with our shrimp stock is this. Um, I'm fortunate enough that because I do have the restaurant, we clean a lot of shrimp. We yeah. save all of our shells. Yeah. Okay. So, but if you you know, I encourage people, save those shells for stocks. Uh-huh. You know, and I think we talked about it. We're going to do a future version uh, episode about stocks, yeah. just talking about stocks. So today we'll kind of like talk about the basics of it. Um, for this, shrimp shells we're going to use. We're going to put some onions in there. We're going to start with that. We're going to do a strain. We're going to clean it out, and then we're going to add some other ingredients. Okay. Okay. Um, so we'll kind of get that going. And once we get those two elements going, then we can start working on some vegetables and stuff. Okay, so we right. got our charcoal started. Yep. It's working on starting, and yep. we're going to get to work on our stock. Yep. All right, let's do it. Excellent. All right, Mark, we got a mess of shrimp shells for our uh, stock. Uh, how much is this? That's well, basically what we got here is probably, this is probably when we clean these uh, shells. This is probably about 10, 10 pounds worth, yeah. roughly, something like that. 10 pounds of shrimp. That's yeah. It. Okay, good yeah. bit. So we're going to put the shells in there, and we're going to add some water here in a second. Again, this is uh, beautiful stuff here. It's going to make an excellent stock for us. Yeah, and you've, you've got a, uh, what, what, size, what size pot is that? 
No, I'm guessing that's probably like a, a simple like. Yeah, it's probably a little bit. Yeah, it's about a gallon, a gallon and a half, something okay, like that. Okay, sure. Roughly. Not, so, that, not that huge. Yeah, and you've almost, you're three quarters of the way to the top with shrimp show. Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. quite a lot. We're going to cook. Listen, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to uh, reduce that down a little bit. But really, we're just pulling yeah. that, that flavor out. Okay, uh, yeah. We're going to take an onion. We're just going to cut our onion up here. I'm not even taking the skin off this time. It doesn't yeah. matter. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm looking for all the flavors to come out of this onion. Yeah. We're just going to quarter that up a little bit. Third it, however you want to look at it. And then we're going to drop that in. We're going to get some water in there. Okay. Yeah, throw it in there. Yep, perfect. Beautiful. So we're up. we got about two gallons in there. Yeah. Just to where everything's yeah. just floating. That's perfect. All right. We're going to fire this baby up, make sure our gas is on here. Sounds like we've got gas. There we go. High flame, doesn't matter. We're going to want to get some heat in there as fast as we can get it in there. Once we do get some heat in there, then we can turn it down to simmer a little bit. Okay. Perfect. Sounds right. good. We got got the coals going, got the stock going. It's time to, to chop, correct? Yeah. All right. I'm going to close the lid here a little bit. Let that we'll, we'll mix it around here, but we'll definitely get so we're going to look for a nice uh, nice layer of, of of heated coals. Sure. Yep. All right. So next step here, uh, we got some uh, things to work on. Okay, Mark. Now what? So the next step, Tim, is. Uh, uh, I do want to talk about our pie pan here for a second. One thing we're gonna, the one thing I failed to mention that we do want to put in our stock is we're uh, gonna, we're gonna put some kosher sea, sea salt in there, season it up a little bit. Uh, we can do that now, or we can do it the next step after we do our straining. So we just got to make sure that we don't forget about that. Um, I do want to talk about our pie pie pan or palera. Okay. Okay. Is what it's known as. That's where it, the the name comes from. The actual pan. Uh, we're using a 22 inch pan today. Uh, it's got these little dimples in here. Um, you know, some people always wonder, what are the dimples for? What are the dimples for? Um, essentially, what we're looking to do here is this is going to trap the liquid, and it's going to promote even cooking. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, it also prevents the pan from warping, makes the pan a little bit more durable. And sure. Everything. Allows it to flex. Yeah, gives it some flexibility. Um, and the last thing that's really interesting about these pans, the way they're made now, nowadays, is it, it, it's really nostalgic because these pans at one time were all hand hammered. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, five, six hundred years ago, uh, when the recipe first came out, that's, you know, the Spaniards, they were just all hand forged. Yeah. No so, other way. No, that was pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. So uh, we got our seafood broth working. Um, next thing we're going to do is we have to start cooking down some... Um, we're going to make what they call sofrito, okay? okay? That's really the first step in making uh, a good paella, sofrito. So essentially what we're going to do, we have these beautiful tomatoes. These are all locally grown. Um, again, you know, we talk about where you can get these things. Um, Savage River Farm, Backbone Farm, you know, Goodness Grows. Um, there's all kinds of places around here, so don't be afraid to go to the farmer's market and pick up some good stuff. Yep. Uh, what we're going to do, we got these uh, nice organic locally grown tomatoes. I got some padrone peppers that we put in there. Mm -hmm. We're not going to put a lot. But we're going to put just enough to get a little bit of heat. Mm -hmm. um, and these are actually grown from a plant that you had given me. Yep, I gave so you So we those. pulled these right off the plant. Uh, some nice organic locally grown onions. And we got some peppers. Okay. Now, the sofrito part is essentially is we're going to take our onions and we're going to put them on a box grater. Okay. okay? We're really just trying to get off the skins and the, the seeds pulled out. We're looking for the juice. 
we're going to do the same things with the onions. Yeah. Essentially, we're just looking to get like a nice, finely grated. Okay. okay. Then the first step in making our dish is once we get that project done, we can actually just go to the next step, which is going to be making the sofrito. Okay. What we're going to do with that? We're going to get our pan hot. Okay. Uh, once we're our coals, we establish that our coals are good. We're going to pan hot. We're going to put some extra virgin olive oil in there. Okay. okay? Once you get the pan, the pan's going to heat up quickly. You got to make sure you're ready for this next step. Yeah. We're going to put in our tomatoes. We're going to put in our onions. We're going to put in a little bit of garlic. We're going to mince that down real fine as well. Right. We're going to start cooking that down, and we're going to constantly be stirring and stirring and stirring. What we're looking to do at that point is really just incorporate and you're making a fresh sauce Yeah. And the onions and the tomatoes. Oh, man. The peppers, we're going to leave whole. They're going to be more crunchy inside the dish itself. Okay. But we will cut those down. Um, so, you know, give us a couple minutes, and we'll uh, start cutting this stuff down. So we're looking for about two cups, roughly. You know what I mean? So I think we're right in that, that ballpark. Okay, so we got about we got two large onions and four medium onions. Um, and... Just clean them up, have them? Or yeah, clean them up. Off? I think I would leave them whole at this point, take the ends off. Uh, maybe take it all the way down to that root. I wouldn't even take that root end off, actually. Okay. That might give us just a little bit of handle to work with. Um, and then we're just going to uh, run those across a cheese grate or grate box. Okay, great. And, uh, Safety first. Yeah. That way it'll give us just a little bit of handle. And then we're going to do the same thing with tomatoes. Good sharp knife. All right, Tim, as you cut those down, I'm just going to go ahead and start grating these across our box grater here. I'm not sure that's going to be the best method because I think we're going to need to catch a little bit more liquid. So I think we need to grate that in the bowl. Uh -huh. Again, the goal being as fine as possible so it practically disappears, right? That's exactly right. We're just looking for flavor at this point. Uh -huh. We don't want that texture in there at all. Okay. We can try this side and see which best. That's probably good right there. We'll use the bigger side. But again, we're just looking for finely, finely, fine. So you can see essentially that right there is what we're looking oh, for. Wow. It's okay. just completely immense. And that's, like just an, gonna, that's an onion pulp. It's an onion pulp. It's yeah. going to disappear when we make our sofrito. That's just going to disappear in there. And all that's doing is just leading us to flavor country. <laughs> So we're going to get us a uh, bucket started here. All these scraps we're going to put in our compost pile. That will lead to future generations of growing some really good stuff. So eventually what I'm trying to get here, you know, I did about six to eight uh, small, pretty small onions, not, not super huge. We're trying to get it, you know, somewhere between a cup and two cups. Uh, this is inexact, so mm -hmm. whatever we end up with after these onions is going to be great. It'll work for us. Very good. So, can I start on processing our tomatoes? Absolutely. All right. All right. Now, Mark, we have what looks to be about a gallon of cherry tomatoes. Here. Yep. We're using these small ones. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to run these against this thing. Where again, we're just catching seeds. We're going to get our uh, seeds out and our pulp out. We're just really looking for at this point just more or less juice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have tomato juice and onion pulp. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Okay, Tim. So uh, we've let our stock cook down a little bit with our. Uh, shrimp shells and our onions. Mm -hmm. Got a nice flavor coming out. It smells out of it. amazing. Yeah, it smells, it smells great. Uh, we're just going to take it. Um, I do have a chenois here, which is essentially a big strainer. We're going to run through the chenois, catch all those heavy shells. Okay. Uh, clean our pot, or if we have a secondary pot, 
We're going to put it back on. We're going to add some secondary ingredients and let it simmer again. And when it's ready to use, we'll have it. Okay, Tim, I'm just basically running our tomatoes down against our box grater here. Getting some fresh juice going here and just looking to keep that pulp out of it. Skins out of it. Seeds, not a big deal. We're really just looking to get the pulp out of it. Yeah, skins out of it. You're crushing an awful lot of garlic here, Mark. What do we got? Well, we're really we're trying to get down to about two, two, three tablespoons of uh, pressed garlic, real okay. fine. All right. Uh, that's going to go in to make our sofrito. Okay. We're real close here. I did strain off our uh, uh, stock. Uh -huh. uh, it's seasoned. I put some uh, sea salt in there. And lastly, the last thing that we're going to go ahead and put in our stock, and this, this is this is key here, Tim. Yeah. This is one of the main things about paella. The saffron. You know about saffron? Know a little bit about saffron. Why don't you tell us? Well, there's two things about saffron. So this is the uh, stigma of the autumn crocus. Mm -hmm. um, it's very expensive. This is all hand-picked. Yeah. Uh, I'm not exact sure, but it's around 2,500 of these stigmas yeah. hand-picked yeah. to give you one ounce. Because there's only three on each plant. Right. Am I correct? That's, that's exactly that's right. That's a lot of plants. You that's a lot right. of plants, yes. And it's handpicked to this day. Uh, this is that's grown all you know different parts of the world. We did choose a, uh, a Spanish saffron today to complement our paella, uh, right. but there's definitely some other ones out there. There's, they're growing a lot in Afghanistan. There's yeah. um, you know the Mediterranean, all the Mediterranean countries. There's a lot being grown there. Yeah. Uh, but this, uh, I think, this the Spanish is probably you know, some of the best that you can get. Yeah. Okay. So we're and gonna nice. We're gonna add. You know, we're trying to equal, we're trying to get, for what we're making, this size pan, we're trying to get uh, about nine cups, nine, ten cups of stock. It's okay if we have a little bit more. I'd rather have more than less. If we do, if, we're, if our uh, rice is going to start to dry out a little bit, we can add water. But, you know, ideally we want that stock. Yeah. So for about nine cups, ten cups of stock over here, I'm putting two, I mean, two nice pinches of this stock. Oh, wow, okay. okay. Um, and because you have to understand, when you're cooking with when you're cooking with saffron, saffron does go a long way. Okay, it really does. But this is the main flavoring ingredient in paella. Very important. This is the really important. So we want that flavor to stand out. So it's going to give us a nice bright yellow. It's going to give us a nice earthy kind of smell and uh, two nice pinches. Oh yeah. All right, Tim. So uh, last thing, you're grabbing those peppers, those nice, beautiful, organic peppers. Yep. Uh, we're using bell peppers. They're all just different varieties. That They are all bells. There's no heat in these whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, some nice heirlooms, nice purple. Really pretty. Some nice, oh, they're beautiful. Um, just some basic green bells, yellow bells. Um, you know, I'm sure they have exact names. I'm just not sure what they are. They're sure. just coming off the farm. Right. Um, it's probably just a, a green that's starting to change color a little bit. We're just going to take those, cut those down a little bit, small dice them. You know, a little eh, small to medium dice. Okay. They don't have to be anything fancy. And uh, we're going to pull the seeds out. And once we get that, I think we're pretty well to putting this dish together. Okay. How do you want these padrones? So I think what we're going to do with the padrones is once I get my coals heated, we're actually going to blister those oh, off. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. We're going to just blister them, put a little smoke in them. We can add those into our into our rice kind of towards the end. Okay. Sounds good. good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. All right, Mark, you're slicing up some oranges. What yeah, you so, you that? know, with these oranges, all we're going to do with these oranges, these are just fresh oranges, nothing fancy about them. Uh, skins on them. We're going to use these actually as some smoke. Yeah. We're going to put these right over our coals, kind of pull out some of that citrus oh uh, smoke flavor. Yeah. See what it kind of, where it lands us. Take about three or four of these things and just uh, 
slice them down, kind of leave them thick cut. It should be interesting. I mean, smell nice and fresh, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, we have an unbelievable amount of flavors happening. And we're just going to have to rehash this at some point. Oh, yeah, we There's will. There's so much happening right now. Uh, what's our next step here, Mark? So, we've got two last things. Uh, I did mention earlier we have some Padrone uh, peppers that I grew. Yep. Um, we're going to introduce those in just to give us just a little bit more flavor, a little more depth. Hopefully, we're not getting a too much heat. Uh, we're not looking for heat in this dish, just a little bit extra uh, boldness. Um, our grills are looking beautiful. So we're going to take and just blister these peppers up just real quick, introduce a little smoke into those. Yep. And lastly, we have some fresh thyme. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to pick that down. We don't need to really cut or anything. That's going to go when we make our sofrito. Okay. Um, so we got two fit, two next things. Uh, we get those uh, finished, and then pretty much we can start this pan, and we are well on our way. All right, let's put it to the heat. All right, Tamma, we're... Uh, we're real close here. We have all of our ingredients. We got our peppers going. We got our uh, oranges cut for our smoke. Soaking some pine cones over there. All of our ingredients ready. We got our onions grated. Onions, uh, onions and garlic grated. We have our tomatoes somewhere around here. Here Essentially, we got it. Yeah. We got about three cups. Yeah, that's perfect. Of uh, fresh tomato juice. That's beautiful. Oh, that's so going to be able to use to create our sofrito. I was going to set that there. I don't think that's the best place. Okay, I'll take it back. We lose that, and it's not good. A couple things that we do have that I want to talk about um, that we're going to put in here is essentially um, this is a smoked paprika. This is imported. This is a Spanish smoked paprika. Um, you can buy these sweet and hot. Um, I think the smoke is, there's flavor there, not a lot of heat to it. Okay. We're going to use some of that in it. Uh, but one of the most important things, we do have some fresh thyme here. That's beautiful. Um, then we have some mahi-mahi, that's what we're using as our white fish. Uh, our scallops, these are dry scallops. Um, dry versus wet, we can talk about that at a later date, but anytime I'm using scallops, I'm using a dry scallops. Okay. It just means that they're not pumped with any chemicals, completely clean and natural. Um, but the biggest, biggest thing that we have here, and the most important thing in this, besides the saffron, really is our rice. Okay. Bombo we're, rice. Bomba, okay? Right. There's two types of rices, essentially. Um, there is an actual, uh, this is a Calispar brand, Bomba. Bomba is the most commonly used for paella chefs. Um, this is grown in Calispara. There's actual rice that comes out of Calispara under the same name. Okay. A um, little bit trickier to use. Um, the Bomba creates a, a really nice effect. It's a medium grade. It soaks up a lot of broth. It's able to soak up a lot of broth. Still keeping it kind of toothy, and we're looking for that al dente effect at the end okay. um, without turning into mush. Okay. So this is this is the key right here. So again, we've got this. You can find this stuff. Amazon.com. You can have this in your house in two days. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's beautiful stuff. So uh, next thing we're going to do, we're letting our grill come down just a little bit. We've got it just a little bit hot once we do that. We're going to start our project here. Essentially what we're going to do is get our pan hot, some olive oil. The, the procedure, the method here, what we're using is we are going to cook off, sear our scallops just a little bit with our fish. We're going to pull those out, okay? I just want to like sear them off, get a little bit of flavor going in there. We're going to do that with some olive oil. Yep. Probably add a little bit more olive oil. From there, we're going to create our sofrito. Um, so first thing we're going to do is we're going to saute off some peppers, cook those down a little bit. Then we're going garlic, onions, and uh, some fresh thyme and our uh, tomato juice. Okay. We're gonna cook that, nice burgundy color. We're gonna cook that down a little bit. And then from there, we're gonna introduce our stock and our 
our rice, and we're well on our way to making a great paella. And we watch it cook, yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Got your olive oil. We, we got our uh, grill at about 400. We want to bring it down to about 350. Yeah, I mean, we get it somewhere in that area, that general area. Yeah. Get a nice coating on the pan. And up, we'll, uh, we're going to do a, a quick sear on things here, and then we're going to add some more oil in there anyway. You know, and the main thing I always suggest is, you know, I, I season as I go along. We already seasoned our stock. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and season our fish and the scallops here a little bit as well. Again, we're just doing a quick sear on these. And then we're going to take them back out of that pan. These are good sized scallops. I mean, they're these at least one a, inch across. Yeah, these are uh, these are 10 to 20s. Right. So essentially what you're going to get is between 10 and 20, you can figure an average of 15 per pound. Right. That's where we're getting that number from. Uh, getting our mahi. We're going to close that lid, get a little more heat back in there. Sound effect. Yeah. Searing these up nice. These are looking beautiful. Again, we're just uh, not fully cooking these, but we're, all we're doing here is starting to cook them a little bit. But really what we're looking to do is pull that flavor out of there. We're getting that, eventually that's going to be scraped into our sauce. That's the fond, just like in any, you know, it's just a culinary term. Any of that stuff that sticks to the pan, you never get rid of that. It's just all going in our, in our sauce. You know, well, ideally what we're looking to do is that fish will be perfectly done by the time that we pull it out of there and the scallops the same way. Good, good looking stuff. You've, All right. really, you've really got some beautiful crust on the pan. Oh, already. it's looking great, isn't it? I wouldn't Here go the peppers. Now, this is the start of our... Uh, so frito, and again, I don't want you to confuse this with the socarot. The socarot is what we're going to get at the end. It's going to be our nice caramelized rice. This is the start of our sofrito, but at this point, any vegetables that you would want to use in it, this, we're just choosing to use just a green pepper. Uh, that's going to be start, start of our chunkiness. And then our sofrito really is going to be our onions, garlic, and our tomatoes. For a fresh thyme, we're going to cook that all together so it uh, starts to cook down. And from there, we're going to introduce stock. And then our next phase will be our rice. But it's looking beautiful. We're getting some smoke in there. Trying to cut that heat down. It's a little bit down there. Again, we're not looking to get this real cooked. This is going to cook inside our sauce. See, this is caramelized on the pan. This is going to be all good stuff. Eventually, it's going to go inside here. I think at this point, we're going to go ahead and add some garlic in here. We're going to bring that around a little bit. Mm. You can smell that. You smell that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it smells pretty good, right? It looks even better. There goes the grated onion. Oh, my gosh.
temperature is going to be cranking when we close out here. Yeah, I got it. I got it pretty well shut down on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Put that here for one second. We're going to go ahead and uh, introduce our padrones in here. Again, not a lot of heat. Going to put some flavor in there for us. And lastly, you got the honors, Tim. Go ahead and put our fresh juice in there. Okay. Delicious, fresh tomato juice. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Now, you see all that stuff right there, all that stuff? Yeah. That's, that's the fawn. That's just coming right back up into our salt. You're deglazing. This is just a deglaze. It's being cooked down. And look, you can see that pan's just being completely cleaned again. The amount of flavors that are going into this is really pretty unbelievable. Now, what you don't want to do is you don't want to rush this. Okay. We're really looking to bring this down, almost okay. turn it into a paste. All right. We're turn our heat up just a little bit again. Yeah, let's go back and forth on that because we're trying to control it. We're going to put our fresh thyme in here. It's, right. it's already, you can see it thickening already, yeah. reducing. So we'll get some reduction going there. That's beautiful. Get a little bubbles. That's what we're looking to do. We can close the lid, get some heat in there, get some smoke going in there, bring that down a little bit. All right, Mark, so it's been, uh, it's been probably 10 minutes since we added the tomato. Um, yep. Well, the right. crushed tomatoes. Right. And we're, we're cooked down to basically a tomato paste. We're real which, close here, yep. With all our peppers and our garlic and our grated onions, and the smell is beyond explanation. It's amazing. Yeah. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to pull this off. Uh -huh. We are going to add some smoke into it. Again, we're going to use some pine cones, some fresh oranges, and it's probably best we pull this off, and we're going to sit it aside for a second. Then we get our smoke in there. Once we get our smoke in there, then we're going to introduce our stock. And our rice. Uh, I'm going to add about four pine cones. Yeah. And all the oranges. Throw them in there. There they go. Okay, all in. All in. We're all getting some heat in there. I'm going to turn it down again. And that's going to be. That's going to be a new flavor. Oh, I can already smell. Wow. All right. Pans back on. Pie pans back on. Heat's on. We're going to let that go just for about another couple minutes. We're going to kind of get that kind of dry. Huh? Culinary term would be too sec. Okay. It's almost dry. All right. Um, what we can do in the process is we're going to use about nine cups of stock. Um, so we can go and dish out our stock, have that ready. Again, this is our delicious saffron-infused shrimp and onion stock. Really amazing stuff to go on top of. Well, I think we pretty much nailed this. I think we are real close to having nine to ten cups. So we're about perfect on that amount. Should be about uh, the right amount that we want to put into uh, the amount of rice that we're going to be using, which is going to be three cups of a bomb. So I think we're safe here. If you want to go ahead and get me another 
Give me five more cups there. Right. I'm going to go and take a peek down in here and check on these, uh, make sure we've got a good smoke going where our oranges are. Pine cones and oranges down there. Smell them delicious. Again, I'm going to add a little more heat. We got some moisture on our coals there with the smoke. Once we get that to a simmer, so we're on eight here. That's a bit more than eight. Give me just a little bit more, a little fraction. And we'll have enough to play with there at the end if we need it. Beautiful. All right, we're gonna close that lid a few minutes. Once we get that come to a simmer, essentially what we're gonna do, we're gonna add our bomba. One thing I am gonna add right now, Tim, I'm gonna put a little bit of our uh, pimenton in, which is our smoked paprika. Not a lot. What did you say? A tablespoon? Yeah, at least. <laughs> lots and lots of flavors working here. Getting bathed in orange and pine smoke here, Mark. It's a lot of smell coming out of there, isn't it? Yes, it certainly is. You don't smell is. that one every day. No. It's like, uh, it's not your normal smoke. Yeah, that's pretty flavorful stuff. That's, that's all going to find its way, make a nice home in there. It's going to nestle right in there. Beautiful. All right, Tim, so we've got a nice simmer going here. Uh, again, we're not really looking to reduce this. This is just primarily used. Uh, this is going to be the vessel that the rice soaks up. Yep. So we can go ahead and throw our rice in here. It will come to a point. I'm going to stir it around. You can stir it around, but that's what I'm going to mention. There will come a time where we are not going to stir anymore. Okay. But we have not reached that point yet. But it will get to that point. We're trying to get a nice even layer in here. Yeah, so I think the next thing here, what we're uh, we're going to do is we're going to probably cook this, you know, two or three minutes. Check it out, smoke it. Okay. Give it a stir. After that, uh, we're going to probably cook for about eight to ten more minutes. Eight to ten more minutes. Um, you know, we're, we're we're checking it, but but our last ten minutes really is when we are not going to touch it. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do any more stirring once we get it nice evenly distributed, and then. From there, our last after our last 10 minutes, then we are going to crank that heat. We're going to caramelize that uh, rice on the bottom. That, create that that's our out. ultimate goal, right? That there. is it. We can achieve yeah. that. We will be happy, happy campers. At, at what point do we add the seafood back in? <clears throat> so we're going to do that probably the last uh, 10 minutes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Once so we decide that we're not touching the rice, we're going to set our shrimp. We're going to set our mussels. We're going to do our mussels on the edge. Okay. Um, they're going to pop. A nice, beautiful presentation. Uh, we're going to put our scallops and everything nice, evenly distributed, and then from there we're not going to touch anything. All righty. That was a very good question. So our uh, rice is cooked for about five minutes. It's on a good, heavy simmer. Looking amazing. Really soaked up a lot of the liquids here. It has. I think we might want to add just a little bit more stock to it. Okay. Let me help you with that. All right, that beautiful bomba rice is really starting to expand. It's really turning out to be a large amount of food. I couldn't be more excited about that. Smells amazing. I think you can give me a little more stock. So we've kind of adjusted this. We, we're probably up to, uh, what do we have, 8, 9, maybe 14 cups now or something. A lot of stock. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. That looks like our oranges are about gone. Might have some pine cones left, but really that was a beautiful smoke. So I think at this point, we're going to kind of do our final. We're going to get our seafood back in here. Okay. We're not going to do any more stirring at this point. Yeah. We're just going to like let that settle in like that. Let it, be, let it get nice and even, the rice that is. 
really got a pretty good even heat happening. That's we a, really that's do. a beautiful thing. I'm going to turn that down just a little bit on the bottom. I'll shut that for a minute and I'm going to add our seafood. Give it about five to eight minutes. Check back. And then uh, we're going to crank that heat and get that soaker out going. Oh, man. So we're going to go ahead and add our seafood in here, Tim, which we already started. Just throwing the shrimp right on top. We are. We're going to mix those in. Okay, we are going to mix them. This will be our final time. We are starting to get approaching here for a yeah. silver rock. And here it's starting to get crunchy. Yeah, I can see it. We can probably go and take the last of, the of that little stock there. Okay. Go ahead and give it to us. Yeah. Oh, it's a little bit early yet. That's so rock, but we're good. So putting the mussels on the edge, is, does that serve a purpose other than presentation? I think it's just about presentation. Okay. Just making it look pretty. All right, because they, they don't take long to cook. Yeah, they're going to take about five, six minutes while we're just popping those shells open. We're going to put this right here on top. We're going to spread that out nice and evenly. And we're putting our scallops and mahi-mahi back on, and that is what we started with. That is what we seared in the very beginning to start these amazing flavors. Absolutely. From here, we are not touching that until we eat. Just let it sit. We're hoping for a good, crusty rice. Just delicious seafood on top. It just doesn't get any better, Mark. Last thing we're going to do, we're going to put a little fresh parsley on there just for looks. Okay. That's the restaurant chef coming out. I know, sure. right? We're going to need those, but we're going to carry that down to the table. We are almost ready to eat. We're in five more minutes, and we are going to be filling our belly. All right. All right, we're going to close that lid, Tim. We're going to crank that heat up a little bit. We're going to see if we can achieve soak a lot. One last thing we are going to do is I'm going to cut some lemons here. And we're going to top that off with some lemons as we... Present and if people would like to squeeze a little lemon on their section, it's not required, but it's always nice, especially with a seafood one. So at this point, all we're doing is we got that final cook in there. We're trying to achieve the uh, sokarat. So really, what we're doing is we're gonna like we're listening and smelling. We did, definitely don't want to burn this beautiful project that we've been working on. But hopefully, we're gonna hear some crackling here in a second. So far, just a simmer. Still. So we're just basically pulling the rest of that broth out, and it shouldn't take much longer after that. This is the sound of two guys staring at paella and drooling. Just waiting. It's a thing of beauty. That The evenness of the simmer. Yeah, I mean, it's going right across that pan completely evenly, isn't it? Yeah. And you can see, like, we are, especially around its edges, we are definitely getting this nice caramelization going. Yeah. I mean, it is just... You can definitely see that. It is just getting intense. It resembles when you're creating a casserole, and it's done, and in the oven, and you can see it simmering on the edges. That's what it resembles to me. And you can just see it happening. Our sokarat is... Uh, what's the word? It's happening, man. It's happening. I hear the popping now. Can you get that popping in there? I'm trying. It's, that crackling? Mean, and you can tell that that's, you can hear it and see that it's happening. The cold.
holes are going maximum heat at, the, at this moment. Definitely cooking probably seven, eight hundred degrees underneath the pan. The stock is almost gone. Scallops are perfect. Mark says the scallops are perfect. Well, I think we've uh, teached our soaker out here. We're here in crackling. We're pretty much all of our uh, stock. It's completely out. Yep. We don't want to get. To, we don't want it to get too dry. We are going to uh, essentially let it rest for about five to ten minutes before we crack into this baby. Okay, but we're pulling it off. But the we're going to pull it off rest, the heat. Correct. Absolutely, we're going to take it to the table, to the dinner table, and let it rest right at the table. Okay, sounds good. I'm standing downwind right now, and the smell is just unbelievable. I know. It's still simmering just a little bit, but mostly all that liquid is gone. Mostly it's just our mouths watering. I'm ready. For so me, essentially what we're going to do is, if anybody if wants some lemon juice squeezed on your section, you know, I'm going to start just pushing this down here. Tim, I, I think you should do honors and dig into that bad boy somewhere. Um, okay, I can do that, Mark. I got two wines to offer. These are both Spanish wines, a Rioja. Um, not sure if there's anything fancy about them, but they are Spanish wines, a, a Tempranillo, uh, a red and a white. If anybody would like to enjoy that, it should complement this dish very nicely. We got some crust going there. Got some crust down there. We're going to have to work it to get it out. That's what we want, though, right? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Mark. Um, so good.